it's to reduce the overall CO2 emissions across a brand. So not all cars will be fuel efficient because we rely heavily on diesel-powered utes and uh, large SUVs, off-roaders and all those things, and they're not going going to go away and they're not immediately going to have any lower fuel efficiency necessarily. They'll have... For the brand, emissions stand like the standard will say that your brand needs to have a certain amount of you know CO2 emissions that they can um, that they've got to achieve and they've got to bring those down. So you know, and if they don't, there'll be penalties, but they'll be able to offset. So they'll have some high emitting cars, they'll have lower emitting cars, and they'll need to get more lower emitting cars into the market, which will be better for everybody, so they can offset that. It's really about encouraging the car makers to bring in more and more fuel-efficient cars, and that includes electric cars, to bring them to market so that it keeps their emissions across the average right down. You know, Australia's not seen as a high-priority market, so we've got only got limited availability of electric cars, we've only got low supplies, but when they see that more and more uptake will be coming because government fleets and big other private fleets will be buying electric cars, all of a sudden we'll be seen as a more attractive, you know, um, market to start sending electric cars, and mm-hmm. that'll help bring the prices down eventually um, and more and more choice to come here. With the new uptake of electric vehicles, do you think Australia's infrastructure for the demand of a new market of electric vehicle, do you think we have the infrastructure for that yet? Or is that something that that will, you know, come needs to come into the future? Yep, it's definitely something that's um, a work in progress. We've got a real lack of infrastructure at the moment. Now, and when we talk about infrastructure, we, we also talk about not only like the public recharging infrastructure, such as placement of the service stations. You've, when you're on the road, you've got to be able to have places where you can recharge um, when you're on the road. But also being able to charge at home so having something that's not just plugging into your wall socket but actually having something that's a little better that's a little faster that's just there's all sorts of options and things that need to be sorted out going further down the track in terms of home and public recharging that really needs to happen before we reach reach a critical mass i live several hundred kilometers away from a major capital city so you know i know that range anxiety is is a real thing you've really got to have the charging infrastructure we've got to have a lot more of it and those are those are on the agenda but we really do have to see that happen there are a lot of people at the moment who are really looking to buy evs but they're you know they're, they're kind of not in the market now they're, because they're at least sixty thousand dollars that prices a lot of people out of the market but with a, and, and even though there's a $3,000 rebate, for example, in Victoria and some other states, they're all still priced around that mark. So car sales actually has done some research where people looking to spend between thirty and $60,000, they're the ones who are really, really keen and much more likely to consider buying an electric car than people that have got more money in their pocket and looking to spend more than $60,000 on a car, for example. Comparatively to Europe or, say, America, where they already have efficiency standards, how does Australia stack up against that? Australia's a long way behind America. We're an even further way behind Europe in terms of fuel efficiency standards. We haven't had 
mandatory standards, and that's the key difference. In Europe, they've had mandatory mandatory standards for a decade. So we're essentially a decade behind countries such as the EU in terms of mandating efficiency of cars and that's really prompted a lot of the technology a lot of the advancements and improvements in Europe and we're seeing some of those technologies as a natural result come to Australia but we haven't had those standards here mandatory fuel efficiency standards are great we haven't had them in Australia before so this is a massive change for us as a result we've we've been 10 years behind what's been happening overseas in Europe and America's been moving in that way and particularly certain uh, states in America such as California they've been miles ahead of us so that's now changing that's a good thing for everybody because we're going to see a lot more fuel efficient cars come to Australia and it's, it's a driver for change. We're still a nation that loves utes and we love big transport. We love um, big, big off-road 4x4s and SUVs. So that's not going to change. So, and that's been one of the reasons why we've had uh, such a slow take-up. And that's why we've been so, so behind because, well, as the argument is, and it's, and it's hard not to see... Just exactly what we what we like as a nation in terms of what our preferences are for our our vehicles. So the Utes are the biggest selling cars in Australia. The Ford Ranger and the Toyota Hilux. We sell more of them than anything else. So that's not going to change anytime soon with these new fuel efficiency standards. It's still going to be well past 2030, and where before any real change occurs, we should see more fuel efficient engines come into these but will we see a wholesale change to electric utes or or four by fours only it'll be it'll be small steps and it's going to take a pretty long time electrification is 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 here hybrids are incredibly popular australians have shown that you know that they love they love hybrid cars so if we can get hold of those they make a lot more sense to australians because because of the range anxiety being an absolute real thing with electric cars but we'll see EVs improve in terms of um, in terms of range. There's some great reasons why four by fours will go EV eventually down the track. There's a lot of scepticism too from died in the wall four by four enthusiasts, but all these things will change. It's it's an unstoppable force if, if you ask me. It's it's a bit like a like a lava flow. We're not going to be inundated tomorrow, but we really can't stop the progress. We can't stop the surge. Humans are clever, so we're really uh, embracing the change as Australians, you know, slowly, and it'll take a long time. But these challenges that we're presented with at the moment, these all these will be sorted out. I've got no no doubt that uh, this is a, a change that's for the better, that it, that's coming, but it'll be done carefully, and there'll be setbacks along the way. But it's definitely a, a change for good.